We want to welcome all of us by way of television and radio today, all the way to United Methodist Church here in Robbinsdale, Minnesota. It's a great privilege to um, come into your household, in your home, and by way of television or by way of radio, and we appreciate your continual thoughts and, and prayers and support. Beginning this morning, we're going to open our hearts to it just a famous how great thou art. Purple number 77. The honor of the Lord Janet Northdale and to our Wisconsin folks. How great thou art. Purple number 77.
my grandfather's enrollment in Clarence, Minnesota, and we open with that. How great thou art. Our next is our praise song. As a dear praise on 246. Paul, would you like to join the praise group? You're totally on vacation. Okay, I understand. 246. 
instruments, institutions teach concepts that earlier generations would call crazy. People find it harder and harder to think straight about the simplest of things. Someone dies by suicide every 11 minutes in the United States alone. And according to Western Michigan University, it's generally estimated that there are 25 attempts for one death by suicide. But, but even though most attempts fail, twice as many people die by suicide than by homicide across the world. Our society has figuratively wadded up the Bible and thrown it in a trash can. Yet it still contains the words of life and joy and words of eternity. And we wonder why you said that why is the gateway to hell and narrow is the gateway to heaven. Through his word, God gives relief from bondage, brings healing to the soul and breathes life into our beings. Even so, an increasing number of churches avoid prophecy, avoid the end of the topics as if it makes them ashamed. More than ever before, we need to proclaim God's word without shame or hesitancy. This parched, drought-stricken world needs screams and streams of living water. In John the seventh chapter, Verses 37 and 38 and in our scriptures today, Lord, we see Jesus reminding us and proclaiming that if anyone thirsts, let them come to Jesus and drink. For they who believe in Jesus, as the scriptures have said, out of their heart will flow rivers of living water. And at such a time as this, many may say, according to Romans 1.16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God, the salvation for everyone who believes. And the whole world needs the power of God for salvation. And the need has never been more urgent than now. We pray for members of our congregation that are traveling, and those who may be home ill and paid for Kathy Gross. We pray for our district superintendent Dan Johnson as he suffered a heart attack as we leave the cards at the back of the church to fill out and remind Dan that we're praying for him and his family, for our bishop and our district superintendents. Pray for the chaos in our own nation, a once very thriving congregation that was not dependent upon other countries for oil reserves. A country that proclaimed life and now it seems like they proclaim death and abortion. I believe in choices in life, but I also believe in the baby's choice for life. If we become a nation that does not protect the unborn, the silent, We're a nation of destruction. And Father, this morning, we ask your blessing upon the scripture that's before us. We ask, Lord, that you would renew this scripture to our minds, Revelations 13, 4 through 7, and those by way of television, radio, that we are a pro-Bible church. We're a pro-Israel church. We're a pro-life church. Pray that you would bless Revelation chapter 13, verses 4 through 7, and Romans chapter 10, 9 through 10, 2 Corinthians chapter 11, 13 through 15, and the list goes on, but time is short. We pray for our, our sister churches, the Jehoff congregation and the gathering church. Pray for pastor and leadership teams. We thank you for 
the cooperation and we, we pray that continue on the spirit of mutuality and cooperation between the gathering and Jay Hoppin all of that church. We pray for our discerning process as we disaffiliate from the United Methodist Church, which has become a, almost a ransom hold upon us and our property. We pray that you give us discerning minds. We pray for our bishop and district superintendent. Pray for a biblical, biblical understanding of issues that surround us. We pray all this in thy name as you taught us to pray, saying together, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. If you're joining us by way of television or radio or YouTube or Facebook and all the other means of communication that we have, getting the word out, our first scripture lesson is taken from Revelation chapter 13, verses 4 and 7. Scripture we covered today was Revelation 
chapter 13, verse 4 through 7. See how the people left on earth have, have to not worship the dragon as well as the beast. Now it, it may be possible that they aren't even aware they're worshiping Satan when they do so. And one of the reasons why is that amazingly enough, Satan can come and appear as an angel of light from the Lord. He's a deceiver liar first and foremost. When he does this, I can't see a such a big stretch to believe that people would worship him. He can make false signs, false miracles, and appear as an angel of life, light. Why, why wouldn't they? Well, they have to actually. The beast appears to be so powerful, amazing, and seemingly invincible that nobody would even be foolish enough to oppose him. The dragon and the beast appear so powerful that we don't even dare to oppose them. I think, I thank God that we are not disappointed in history. And when it comes to this, the true Christians, hopefully you consider yourself a true Christian through Christ, will be God and we won't have to go through this hell on earth. The second uh, scripture was Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. And this can really be viewed as a companion verse from Matthew chapter 10, verse 32, which says, Whoever confesses me in front of men, I will confess to the Father in heaven. That's really sweet. Those with faith in Christ in their soul should sow their faith in the words they say for all those near them. That's the easiest way to show them your love and faith in Christ is to speak it. Think about it. How many more words do you, do you say that people hear than actions do that people see? The balance really goes more towards the words. But how we speak and how we act is evidence of what we feel in our heart and possess in our soul. There's really no other way to, to put it. If you if you claim faith in Christ, you will replicate that in what you do, and even more importantly, what you say. The power of the tongue, life and death, is in the power of the tongue. The book says, and that's because hey, it's, yeah, well, maybe, maybe not. No, it's not maybe not. It is. Think about it. You can make feel, people feel a certain way by what you say. If you're having a bad day, you can ruin, ruin anybody else's bad day by just speaking negative things about your day. That's what that means. And that also ties to verse 13. Everyone who calls the name of the Lord will be saved. And we should show that the joy in our soul, how eventually we end up. We're just past three here, folks. We're born and we die. That's everybody's story. Every other story. And when you say it in your words to lift others up, and when they see it in your acts, what you do, that lifts them up to where you, you want to be. If you're there, you should want everybody else to be there. You should want people to love and have faith in Jesus Christ just like you do. And the third verse of 2 Corinthians verse chapter 11, verse 13 and 15. The case is now, how was Jesus' time? I said because religiosity reigns Paganism seems to get its way more often than not these days. And there's people that actually preach the word that do not authentically represent Christ. The only person some people 
So the preachers serve themselves. And they do it because the resulting dollar signs they gather and amplifies their rate accounts. They're not real. They're not real prophets. They're not real apostles. They're false. Heck, they may have, they may have done some magic tricks and be able to do some false supernatural things. However, we must realize that the power that they have does not come from up there. It comes from down below. And we should discern that and call them out on it. They're pretending to be holy so they can earn Mercedes and live in a mansion. That's not representing Christ authentically. That's evil. When you say and do things in this not only for yourself, but for the sake of others, they should be able to see Christ in what you say and what you do. Without a doubt. If you love Jesus and you claim your faith is in Him, your words should follow it and so should your actions. And we should show Jesus Christ first and foremost in everything we say and everything we do. It's always um, been very painful for me to um, see people that confess Jesus as Lord and Savior and then out of that same mouth use the, use the word of Christ or use the Lord's name in vain. I'm wondering this morning, are you uh, dreaming or what category do you find your, your heart in? being in spirit. Only you and you alone can examine your heart as you dream dreams or deal with um, certain blasphemous thoughts. If you're um, new to all of that or by way of radio or television, we have the outline printed in the bulletin so you can kind of follow along catch certain thoughts in your mind. Sermon outline is on the back of the bulletin. You can send a number of bulletins out so people can follow along. Worldwide, just a worldwide wickedness and we've seen a kind of an acceleration in the United States just in the last few months. We wonder how times can get any more difficult. There has developed a dichotomy of perception about the Earth's future. And the vision is, I think, very clearly defined, and it's, there's, there's a party of concern for our, our borders, utilization of our own resources, and then there's almost a, a party that glorifies Mother Nature in the landmass. And there are many that probably overlap and do both, but predominantly the worshipers of the creation versus the worshipers of the creator. I am reminded as we clearly define Assigned the task of writing an essay. And the girl's choice was on the, the so called wonderful new world order that is being prescribed, prescribed by a wealthy elite. It's an order that has been under construction for quite some time. And this little girl was intent on presenting her essay. The promise and the premise of a global, global oriented curriculum to which she had been subjected during the entire classroom experience. 
And that dichotomy, the division and perception within views of the world order and the need for building this world order, was a stark, very stark indeed. The dichotomy, the division of perception within views of the world order and the need for building this humanistic, humanistic, one world promise as in the lyrics of the song by John Lennon. I think you all know that the lyrics imagine, imagine that we will be as one and there will be the children's bright future of the heroes, and the heroes will be the globalists. Enforce ecology as the goddess and the supreme force. Their carbon emissions and stop the so-called climate change billionaire. Join you with me. There's imagine there's there's no heaven. It's easy if you try. The song goes, no hell below us. Above us only sky. Imagine all the people. Imagine all the people living for today. Imagine there's no countries. It isn't hard to do. Nothing to kill or die for. And no religion too. Imagine all people living life in peace. You may say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. I hope someday you'll join us. And the world will be, will be, be as one. Imagine no possessions. I wonder if you can. No need for greed or, or hunger. Brother and sisterhood of humanity, imagine all the people sharing all the world. Those words, you can't help but say them and you want to sing them. Imagine there's no heaven. It's not easy if you try, the song goes. No hell below us, above us only sky. Imagine all the people living for the day. Imagine there's no countries. It isn't hard to do. Imagine nothing to kill or die for and no religion too. Imagine all the people living life in peace. You may say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. I hope someday you'll join us and the world will be as one. Imagine no possessions. I wonder if you can. No need for greed or hunger, a brotherhood of man. Imagine all the people sharing all the world. You may say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. I hope someday you'll join us and the world will live as one. That, that one line, imagine, no possessions. I wonder if you can, can, even can imagine no possessions. No need for greed, no need for anger. A brotherhood, if man seems to have been applied to Klaus Schwab. Say it with me, Klaus Schwab. He promises as the CEO that you will own nothing and you'll be happy. This is a gist of the mantra of children across our land. 
In much of the world, and subjected to a daily mantra or basis of when school is in session, the, the schism, though begun earlier, was completed sometime. I believe around the early 1960 that the cleaning removed the warning by George Orwell, 1984, the removal of the, the warring suck and tuck Lenin and the globalist cabal promise of a utopia, a utopia into the vacuum that's created. The warning was um, framed through, through fiction. The utopia promise is also a fiction whose attempt is to bring, bring one world order into being and, and one man, horrifying the storyline of the 
across much of the world are subjected to on a daily basis when school is, is in session. It's not Pledge of Allegiance. The schism, though begun earlier, earlier was completed sometime, I believe around the early 60s. Cleaning, remove the warning by George Orwell. Help us to avoid that which distracts, the 
desire to hear the things that please us and make the road easier, but that will not bring us to the kingdom of justice, mercy, and compassion you desire for us. In Christ we pray in our guiding line. As yesterday and forward this morning, let us turn to our offering and be thou my vision, and may you believe the words that you're saying, singing and follow those words.